Good morning and welcome to the internet's only live daily housing show exclusively on BAM. The Hashi covers what you need to know about the real estate industry in a 24-hour time period. On today's Hashi, I will discuss million-dollar home markets, Goldman Sachs' outlook on housing, and the latest mortgage demand. Today is Thursday, July 13th, 2023. I am Byron Lacine, and the Hashi starts now. Okay, welcome back to another edition of the Internet's only live daily housing show here on BAM. Let me know in the live stream which market you are tuning in from. Good morning from Denver, and I think I saw Detroit, Dallas in the house. So good morning to everybody as we kick off this Thursday. Well, let's kick it off with some million-dollar home markets. Inflation has been a hot topic, of course, with yesterday's great inflation report, but, of course, the last couple of years – I do have an inflation update uh, later today or later on this show with some new information that came out this morning. And there's nothing like inflation when we talk million-dollar home markets. CNBC reported that five U.S. cities uh, where half of the homes cost over $1 million and four of them are in California. Let's look at the percentages here below. And I also have the top 10 here to go over. Love to know if you're in one of these cities. Uh, <clears throat> these definitely represent some big numbers. Uh, Los Angeles, percentage of listings above a million, 64%. 64% of the listings are above one milli. Percentage of listings above five million is 12%. That's a true luxury market right there. If I ever saw one, median home sale price is 926000 San Francisco, percentage of listings above a million, 62%. San Jose, percentage of listings above 1 million, 61%. Uh, the average sale price in, or the median sale price in both those markets is 1.2 million or above. San Diego, 59% of the listings are above 1 million. And Boston, you've got 53% now, the only city outside of California where 50% or more of the listings are above a million. To round out the top 10, this is not over 50%, but New York over 40%, Seattle over 34%, Denver over 27%, Washington, D.C. over 26%, and then Austin, Texas over 25% of the listings are over $1 million. I often hear agents uh, say, I want to crack into the high end, and then you look at the town or the city uh, or the suburb that they're in, and there might be like 20 or 30 sales over a million a year. I always advise agents to be cautious in a market like that. Uh, if you want to be high-end luxury agent, uh, which basically just means I want to do million-dollar-plus deals, right? When you have few transactions, which is unlike the cities that we just went over as an agent, uh, you're competing. It, 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 you can't get 100% market share of any price category. Somebody's going to have a brother or a cousin, uh, you know, a husband, a wife, that's an agent. And you're going to have those scenarios. You're going to have scenarios where people just have an agent and uh, it's going to be tough to compete against that. Right. You can get market share on, I, I did a topic on the real word that the CFA came out with this, with this word marginal agent. I guess, I, I guess I'll use it here. You know, you're going to be able to compete against 
certainly the marginal agents in the in the market that aren't knowledgeable, that aren't marketing, uh, that don't have a good game plan to put homes in the best position to sell and, and keep and and grab that market share. Uh, but if we're, we're we're talking about a small share of homes, that might not be the market to do it in. So anyone that's looking to be a luxury agent, uh, these ten markets would certainly fit the bill. Those would be markets to relocate in Los, uh, relocate into Los Angeles, San Francisco, San Jose, San Diego, Boston, New York, Seattle, Denver, Washington D.C., Austin, Texas. Of course, you could put a whole bunch of uh, some of these Florida communities, and we've we've shown them to be some of the you know the highest number of million dollar sales in the last year we've shown those on the stream their average kind of or percentage of listings kind of gets washed out by all of the the gated condo communities uh and such so you know if you're surprised why hey how come west palms on this list or miami it doesn't make sense you're hearing that's where the most million dollar sales are happening naples florida you know it's it's because of all of those other communities um that are kind of bringing that average down uh so to speak right but those would be the markets uh as, as well as some of the other markets that they've listed here you look at bethesda maryland or you know bozeman montana or east honolulu hawaii right these are places that if you are passionate about only doing multi-million dollar sales uh in in markets where nobody probably is really worried about the inflation uh, that we're seeing today. I did just see a report this morning that renters are being hit the hardest by inflation. Uh, that's, these would be the markets you'd want to move into. So interesting list to start today. But the most interesting topic we have is Goldman Sachs' newest housing outlook just released yesterday. Let's take a deep dive into it. A couple of the key highlights for me with Goldman Sachs would be number one, they are reaffirming their U.S. home price prediction that we will fall 2.2% this year. Well, right now, currently, and they use Case-Shiller, okay? Goldman Sachs uses Case-Shiller. Right now, currently, we are up 2.3% year-to-date through April. Remember, Case-Shiller did just uh, year-over-year put us into the negatives for the first time. But if we go January 1st through April 30th, we're currently plus 2.3% on home prices, according to Case Schiller. May and June are both expected to come in month over month in the positives. So if you look at that, you're like, okay, well, we could be ending June up three, three and a half, maybe 4% uh, at the end of June. It means that July through you know now basically through the end of the year when and granted when we get seasonality of lower home prices uh that we're gonna have to wash out that potential three four percent gain from the first six months and then go 2.2 percent lower okay now they're they're sticking to their prediction uh they're maybe their backs to the wall on it um but we would definitely need to see a significant home price reduction in the second half of this year. And remember, in the last two weeks, we've hit negative on year-over-year inventory. We're negative on year-over-year new listings. So Goldman Sachs sticking to their price prediction that home prices for the year will be negative 2.2%, while through April they're up 2.3%. So looking for a big turnaround 
is Goldman Sachs on prices. Um, Case Shiller, year-over-year change. Uh, again, quarter one, they they do had 3.4% uh, up. Uh, they believe that quarter two, and this is where I can't I can't get with them, right? On oh year over year. Okay, so this makes sense. Year over year, negative one point seven percent. We did just see in April that we were down. Uh, so year over year, th this number would make sense. Quarter three, they have year over year negative three point seven. Quarter four, negative uh, two point two percent. Now two thousand twenty four year over year home price changes they do have going up to two point eight percent okay so interesting uh there but again those other numbers that i read off of you not on this particular chart uh but the 2.2 percent falling this year actually here it is there, there's the 2.2 percent. sorry about that this chart is available for you down below if you want to join bmx where all of the hot sheet daily downloads can be available uh as well as all of the courses i'm doing a halfway point mastermind on Friday at 2 p.m. Eastern. If you want to get into that, get into BMX. Uh, it's also where you get all of these hot sheet downloads. 10-year treasury they have at 3.8 quarter two, uh, which is your, interestingly enough is where we're pretty close to today. 3.9 for quarter three, 3.9 for quarter four. So really unchanged uh, 2023 and 2024 on the 10-year. But they do have the 30-year fixed going down 5.9 average in 2024 and that's because they have the spread between the 10 year and the 30 year starting to get back to normal 5.9 on the 30 year fixed in 2024 would open up inventory yeah it's going to bring more buyers into the market and ultimately more competition and what do you think is going to happen to home prices if you're a buyer or advising a buyer right now sitting on the fence, what do you think is going to happen to home prices by the end of 2024? Well, they're likely to go up. Goldman Sachs believes that too, but they believe that it's going to go up three, uh, almost 3% at that time. Okay, mortgage originations. Um, they believe that this uh, last quarter, quarter two, is going to be the lowest. So they actually have uh, one to four families, uh, mortgage originations being a little bit higher here in quarter three and quarter four purchase uh, originations going higher refinance going higher as well interesting uh we're going to take a look at mortgage applications here before we uh end the stream but that's a little interesting to me we've been sitting at a high rate to start quarter three but this is an indication that potentially uh, goldman sachs believes the rate is going to go lower uh, I have another chart here down below. This one, I, I believe, is real interesting for agents specifically. Uh, one that I put out on my Threads account, if you're following me on Threads at Byron Lazine. Our economists, this is Goldman Sachs, our economists expect existing home sales will rise to 4.6 million homes on, on a seasonally adjusted uh, rate basis by 2023 quarter four. Okay, so they're forecasting that by the end of this year, 2023, quarter four, home sales will rise to 4.6 million. We're below that on NAR right now at 4.4 million. This means that Goldman Sachs is forecasting home sales, total transactions, closings, existing home sales are going to continuously increase 
It means that Goldman Sachs is predicting that total transactions in housing have hit the bottom from that peak of over 6 million annual home sales and now down to 4. Point, we hit 4.2, 4.3. We're sitting at about 4.4. That this is the bottom and we are on our way up. Remember, Zillow said that if interest rates went up to 8%, that existing home sale forecast, that seasonally adjusted rate for existing home sales would go down to 3.3 million. Goldman Sachs, obviously, with their um, 30-year fixed projections going down from here, doesn't believe that. And they also believe that we've hit bottom on existing home sales. This is great news for anyone in housing. Real estate agents depend on volume, volume of transactions that are happening, giving themselves the best opportunity to find more deals into in the market. Uh, it also gives you know investors a little bit of an insight that there's going to be more opportunities coming over the next uh, six months and over the next number of years, because Goldman Sachs believes that 2027 is when we are going to hit back to pre-pandemic levels. So this is, you know, th this uh, dark blue line is existing home sales. The lighter blue line is new home sales, new construction, new home sales are obviously outpacing existing home sales because of the inventory of existing home sales uh, and where we're at. And, and so that's the that's really one of the uh, first times here, the, these, these next coming years where new home sales are going to actually outpace existing home sales in the last 15 years, call it. Existing home sales have outpaced new home sales since the great financial crisis being right here. Um, but this right here is kind of normal times. This is pre-pandemic levels. Uh, and, and about 2007 is when Goldman Sachs believes that we'll get back to that. So there's a long road ahead of us to get back to, you know, averaging, um, you know, where we were, you know, five plus million home sales, seasonally adjusted rate per year, uh, even getting into the six million range once again, potentially. Uh, but Goldman Sachs believes that we are on the way up and existing home sales have bottomed out. Also yesterday with the report, interestingly enough, they made a comment on uh, overall inflation. Today's report that we went over here, if you missed yesterday's live stream. If you missed the hot sheet, definitely go listen to it on Spotify, Apple, wherever you listen or do the replay on YouTube. We took a deep dive on inflation uh, and it was in line with what we've been saying here for three months. Some of the reports, especially that Wall Street Journal report. But Goldman Sachs quote on inflation was today's report is consistent with our view that the Fed is tightening, uh, that the Fed's tightening rather is in its final innings. Uh, we continue to expect a final 25 basis point hike at July FOMC meeting, which is happening on the 25th and 26th of this month, to 5.25 to 5.5%, followed by unchanged policy for the remainder of the year. So Goldman Sachs believes we will get that last hike coming uh, in just a, a week and a half, or, or really, I guess, two weeks from, from now. Yeah, about two weeks from today. I think it'll be a Tuesday, Wednesday, or Wednesday, Thursday. So little less than two weeks today, we'll know what the Fed's going to do in their July meeting. And Goldman Sachs believes they're going to go unchanged the rest of the year, not cutting, but also not increasing that overnight federal interest rate. 
So that's Goldman Sachs quote as of yesterday. Let's also take a look at yesterday's report on mortgage demand or mortgage applications per Mortgage Banker Association. They increase in the latest MBA weekly survey. This is in the face of a, a, you know one of the highest interest rates last week. Uh, the Mortgage Composite Index, a measure of mortgage loan application volume, increased 0.9% on a seasonally adjusted basis from one week earlier. So just under a full percent increase on mortgage demand. On an unadjusted basis, the index decreased 19% compared with the previous week. The refinance index uh, decreased 1% from the previous week and was 39% lower than the same week one year ago. The seasonally adjusted purchase index increased 2% from one week earlier. The unadjusted purchase index decreased 19% when compared with the previous week and was 26% lower than the same week one year ago. The quote from MBA, incoming incoming economic data continue to send mixed signals about the economy. I think all the incoming economic data so far this week has been fantastic. I'm going to give you another inflation uh, report that was just released this morning in a second here. Uh, with the overall impact leaving Treasury yields higher last week as markets expected, the Federal Reserve will need to hold rates higher for longer to slow inflation. Maybe some of that feeling in the market is starting to fade when we take a look at what the 10 years done just the last couple of days. All mortgage rates in our survey followed suit with the 30-year fix increasing to 7.07%, highest level since November 22. Joel Kahn, MBA's vice president and deputy chief economist. The jumbo rate also increased to 7.04%, a record high for jumbo series, which dates back to 2011. I actually did not realize that. That last week, the jumbo rate was a record high since 2011. Usually, you can get a jumbo rate uh, below the 30-year fixed. And they hit a record high since 2011. That's interesting. Um, Khan's feeling on purchase applications, although slight increase, remained at a very low level and are 26% lower than the same week last year. These numbers should start to improve if Goldman Sachs report or forecast that we just went over comes in to be true. If we've hit the bottom on existing home sales, then we should hit the bottom here on mortgage application demand. Okay, these numbers should to start turn around for the mortgage industry and for lenders. Uh, the FHA share of total applications increased 13.3% from 13% the week prior. The VA share of total applications decreased 12.6% from 11.7%. The week prior, USDA share of total applications remained unchanged at 0.4% from the week prior. Okay, we do have a treasury yield that is dropping. A 10-year treasury yield specifically is the one that we follow here because it correlates with what happens on the 30-year fixed. And the 10-year, um, because of yesterday's inflation report, we saw it pop down pretty quickly. And then now today's inflation report, which I'll show, which I'll go over in just a second. Uh, again, we had a nice little decrease here today. Okay, so you can see the trend here on the last five days. We were at 4.1 five days ago, now down to uh, just over 3.8 on the 10-year. Uh, we're down uh, 0.057 here on the day so far. And this is really because of the uh, PPI June wholesale prices rise, but less than expected. So just like consumer price index, 
this PPI report that came out at 8.30 a.m. was up, but less than expectations. And so just like the CPI beating expectations, the producer price index for June had a smaller uh, than expected increase. The Labor Department reported Thursday in the sign that inflation is calming in the United States. That comment that you just posted, what, what was that comment? Uh, it's just getting started. It's going to get a lot worse. Luis, expand. What's going to get a lot worse? I'm not sure uh, which point you're making there. The PPI for final demand rose 0.1%. Economists surveyed by Dow Jones were expecting a rise of 0.2%. PPI rose 0.1% when excluding food, energy, and trade services, uh, which was in line with expectations. Uh, the producer report comes a day, obviously, over the uh, after the CPI report. So this is good news. Um, all the people who have no clue. I'm not, I'm not sure what, what Luis is talking about. Luis, expand on what what you're talking about. Love to uh, love to comment on on your thoughts, brother. Thirty uh, year fixed here did drop under seven percent yesterday, which is great news. Thirty year fixed comes comes in at six point nine six. So hopefully we see uh, another reduction in the thirty year fixed today uh, after the the ten year is down. Also, not today. But in August, if you're going to the Tom Ferry Summit and haven't gotten your ticket yet, you want to join us. We've got the lowest tickets available. We have a link down below. If you use the code PRBAMSS, that's P-R-B-A-M-S-S, you get $100 off your Tom Ferry Summit ticket. So if you're an agent and you're looking for that Super Bowl of all events, the annual uh, Super Bowl, I call it, for real estate events, it's happening August uh, 22nd, 24th. Oh boy, I should know that. 22nd to the 24th in Dallas, Texas. We're going to be there with BAM. We're going to be doing a little BAM bash and you can get your lowest ticket today by using the link below and the code PRBAMSS. It's a psychotic uh, discount code. Uh, I don't know what the PR means. SS would be success summit. BAM would be us getting you the $100 off, but that's the code you have to use. Okay. I would have preferred just BAM, but it is PRBAMSS to get $100 off your Tom Ferry uh, Success Summit ticket. What happened to Luis there? I want to, did he, did Luis have any more commentary? Uh, Luis, what did he, it's all just getting started. I'm wondering what he's talking about. It's all just getting started. It's going to get a lot worse. I don't know, the Goldman Sachs outlook that we just went over today looks like it's getting better. Inflation looks like it's getting better on both of these last couple of numbers. Um, I don't know a lot of good news this week, Luis. So I don't, I don't know what you're talking about. He might be watching that guy reventure who's been telling people not to buy a house since 2020 and cost people 40% equity across the country. He might be watching a little bit too much of that. I don't know. I would have loved to, for Luis to expand Luis. You're welcome to come back to tomorrow's show and comment so I can address it. Hope everybody's doing well. Have a great Thursday. We've got good news right now happening in housing and uh, in the overall economy. So take it, keep moving. The seasonality of the next six months are going to be a little foggy. Uh, I think I think um, even some of those, if you dig deep into the, some of those numbers, if you dig deep into the daily downloads that are going to be provided for all BAMX members, uh, the hot sheet daily download. 
the next six months is going to seem like things aren't getting better, but that's a lot to do with the seasonality of second halves of the year. Uh, overall, looks like the next when you take the next 18 months are going to get better. Lot, lots of chatter this week about the NAR lawsuit. Which lawsuit? <laughs> Which lawsuit? There was the lawsuit... I don't know. I mean, I have never, I've been commenting on it online that whole sexual harassment. Well, I don't know if that's the way you're talking about or, or if you're talking about the, um, the Massachusetts, well, that's not NAR, but Massachusetts MLS just, just, uh, they just basically settled a lawsuit. Um, but the NAR sexual harassment one was insane. Yeah, the buyer broker commission. There's a lot of chatter going on about that. And right now, I think you've got to continue to keep your head down and and work. And this is why we're doing stuff like this. There's going to be changes. I, I mean, I don't want to get too far into it today because we're going to wrap this one up. But there's going to be significant changes. How do you join BAMX, Lenny? You go down below and you click and it's the best deal in the entire industry. When you see the price, you're going to be blown away, Lenny. We've got courses, live streams, private Facebook group. I'm doing a mastermind on Friday, we've undercut the entire industry because we believe legacy media companies have been ripping you off for years, and we're not going to rip you off. Cup of coffee. Sign up for the annual, by the way. It's 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 ten bucks a month when you sign up for the annual. It's ridiculous, Lenny. Uh, so, Bamx co uh, link down below to sign up. But the buyer broker, there's going to be significant changes, okay? And it's the knowledge brokers at Knowledge Brokers Podcast. Go check out that channel if you haven't done that already. This stuff, the hot sheet, this is going to put you in a position to be able to demand your due on the buy side. And then there's going to be a whole bunch of people that open doors and uh, rely on e-signature and showing time that aren't going to be able to demand what they've been getting on the buy side in the future. Okay, Th that's that's just a reality. I mean, if you want me to start getting into some of those lawsuits on on this show i can do that i can give a weekly update on that show if people are interested in that um a lot of times when i start talking about the buyer broker lawsuits um people it's a lot of negativity right it's a lot of uncertainty so pe people get a little anxiety ridden i'd be happy to do an update let me know in the comments if you're going to watch the replay um let me know in the comments if you'd like me to do that Obviously, you have other lawsuits with NAR. They covered up, or, or I don't know if covered up is the right word, but they settled that sexual harassment one recently or whatever happened there. Uh, you also this week, or I think it was last week, Massachusetts settled a $3 million suit that's in that. The, so the buyer broker thing is popping up this week because people are like, okay, this Massachusetts settlement, they're going to use that in these lawsuits, in, in these trials in the future. So anyway. Move to the to the mother load with I, I agree. He's got a fantastic name. I've seen him in the chat in the past. All right, you guys are fantastic. Uh, I, I hope to see you in BAMX on Friday's mastermind, uh, where we look at the half halfway point of the year and what you got to do over these next six months, the most critical six months as we're bottoming out on a lot of these uh, key measurements. Existing home sales looks like it's bottoming out. Uh, the next six months are going to be critical as we get into this annual. Um, the seasonality second half of the year. So hope to see you in the BAMX Mastermind on Friday. Uh, Lenny, 
new member. Congratulations, Lenny. Fantastic move. Uh, I hope to see you in the mastermind on Friday, brother. So Friday's mastermind, BAMX down below. I will see you guys there. I'll see you on the hot sheet tomorrow morning as well. Till then, toodaloo.